the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Buckle up and settle in for a full hour of automotive mayhem with the real car guy, master technician, Mark Salem, where the only two things we can't fix is a broken heart and the crack of dawn. To talk to Mark, call 602-508-0960. That's 602-508-0960. Now, once again, here's Mark. Well, good morning, everybody, and thank you for sticking with us for the second hour. We're going to be here till 12 talking about cars and cars repairs, 602-508-0960. If you'd like to join us, that's the number you call. If you're listening to us on iHeartRadio and you're outside the Phoenix metro area, 888-960-9696, there's a good shop in North Phoenix on Bell and I-17. It's called Kurt's Auto Repair. He's been around since 1987. He does gas and diesel. But Kurt, and then there's Eric, and I I just always mess up that second name, and I, I'm going to write it down right on my eyeballs. But they're really smart at what they do, and there's three master technicians, and they're in the hierarchy of that shop. So you're going to get three guys on your car in, under certain circumstances. So Kurtz Auto Repair is one of my favorite shops. Of course, I have a lot of other favorite shops, but they're a good shop, and I stand behind them and tell you they're a good place. Let's go to the phones real quick, and we're going to talk to Mike. Mike, good morning. Hey, Mark. How are you doing? I'm good. Thank you so for asking. I, good. Um, I have my wife's truck. Uh, it's a 2007 Lincoln Mark LT. Um, it's got about 175,000 miles on it. Um, had the plugs changed at 100. Um, it started doing this. Uh, it's mostly mostly highway miles. She goes to work. Okay. But uh, it started stuttering, um, like like missing. Okay. And uh, I I kind of uh, no codes throwing or anything like that. And um, I went ahead and changed the fuel filter because it was pretty it was pretty clogged okay it corrected a little bit of it but it's still when you're stopped and it's idling you can it just it runs and you can just a little little miss okay little miss and right, then, got a like when you're running down the road same thing too okay so I, I got a couple of thoughts um a fuel filter that's kind of plugged will shut off the fuel 40 50 60 70 miles an hour and if they're really plugged you won't go past 30 so if you can run that i know it's kind of an impossible question to ask about a ford or lincoln mercury but if that thing will do 75 miles an hour it's not a fuel delivery system problem so no, it'll go send... 80 it's not a problem okay. yeah. oh my god you, your wife drives it at 80 is that what you're saying no no i, I do <laughs> okay. i opened the door to save you buddy you just you didn't take it all right she's not listening all right, fuel filters out of the out of line right now, okay. and and okay. and actually, you don't really know what to do until you identify right. what the heck it is. It can be a coil, it can be a small, a really short plug wire if it's got coil over ignition, um, and and you, but you said it yeah. does it at idle. It's predominantly at idle. Yeah, 
and that's when you notice it the most. And it's, and it's not all, it, it, it doesn't do it all the time. It's just like it runs fine, and all of a sudden it'll go click, 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 and then run, and, okay. and then uh, another two or three. And, and I okay. did replace the coils when I replaced the the, uh, the, the plugs. Okay, did you so. do all the coils? Yep. Did you do the little probably short? I need to. Yeah, that w- that was probably yeah. money that wasn't well spent. Did you replace the little yeah. uh, rubber fuel lines underneath them that they call wires? Okay. Yes. All right. I, 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 I'm, yeah. I'm just telling you, a coil or one of those ignition misfires is going to be right. throughout the RPM range. So I don't know what's causing it to idle rough. The EGR valve could be stuck open, and that will cause it to run rough. You could have a torn air boot between the mass airflow sensor and the air intake. You can have a mismatch between the coolant or the uh, throttle position sensor, the mass airflow, and the idle. There's just a okay. lot of things. that did, You didn't mess with yeah. any of the screws on the throttle body, did you? No. Okay, good, no. good. Because um, those all have to be synchronized, and so it's not anything you can do without a significant amount of, of technology and meters and stuff. So, right. You know, right. what right. I think you should do is is you should wait until it throws a code, which will give us some general direction, or number two, right. work on it, learning how to make it happen. And if you can make it happen, then you pull into the shop and you make an appointment for Wednesday morning at 7.30 when they open, just insist that somebody come out and look at it when you get there because you know it'll be there when they get there. So, And then, you know, most of us are going to add a little propane to the air intake to see if it's a fuel delivery problem or maybe we've got an injector that's a little tight or something like that, but there's a lot of guys out there that will know right away whether it's an ignition miss or a fuel delivery problem, and that's what we have to do first, compression, fuel delivery, um, air delivery, stuff like that. So it's going right. to take some diagnostic it doesn't seem to. Yeah, it doesn't seem to, to, to affect the performance of the, of the car. Okay. So, um, I mean, Again, it's, that it's question will be answered once stuff. you fix yeah, it. Yeah, but it's just irritating. So. Yeah, yeah. Okay. okay. All okay. right, well, good luck to you. Well, Thank you, Mike. It. Thank you. Uh-huh. I Mark, you're up next. Uh, good morning. Thank you for taking my call. You're welcome. Um, I have two related questions. I'm looking at buying a new minivan or a certified pre-owned, and I've had people tell me, oh, it's better always to buy a certified pre-owned because you don't take the depreciation hit. And I don't really know what that means, and I also am interested to know if there's a brand that I should stay away from. Well, yeah, I need you to to narrow it down. Yeah. I need you to give me like four or five okay. and say w- name the first one, the second one, the best one, the worst one, okay. that kind of stuff. Um, as far as 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 a a certified used car versus a new one, are we talking mm-hmm. about that? Yeah. Okay. Um, I don't know anything about depreciation. Uh, I'm a car guy. I I would ask our accountant. Um, you know, I I don't know the answer to that question. I can tell you that I do not believe that certified pre-owned means anything. Okay. Um, This car is, I know this to be true. The car goes back to the shop, and they write a big list on the car. And either the technician sees enough to write the list and populate the list, or you got some junior guy there that wouldn't know from Shinola. The idea is, is that the, the, the particular shop that's selling the pre-owned or pre-certified cars isn't going to put a bunch of car work in that, and here's why. If you come back and they have to put an alternator in there or um, there was a rear main seal, and they're, they're, they're going to be the heroes. So it's, it's rolling the dice. And so you, 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 you take the car and you don't have it checked by an, 
another shop, uh, what we call a pre-car purchase or a used car checkover, whatever. You take it to them, and then you go back to ABC dealer, and you say, hey, he says I need to do this. And they go, oh, yeah, we'll take care of that. And you think they're a hero, but they just, you know, they're rolling the dice, and you actually collected yours. So I'm not disparaging all the dealers, but I know that happens in the used car lots and at the dealerships and everybody who sells cars. There's a different procedure with respect to what. How in the world could I sell the car with trade-in value or private party value on the KBB website? How could I do that if I'm going to have to put four tires, front brakes, fix the oil leak, flush the cooling system, and put new wires or new wiper blades on it? How's that going to work? So, so if you're going to buy a used car, have your have the garage that's going to take care of it. Have them do a pre-purchase inspection. If you're going to buy a new car, I mean, obviously there's benefits to a new car. You know, you're going to have a a warranty that's going to take care of the majority of the problems for some time period. Now, I'm I'm going to offer you something. Are you stuck on a minivan on the new? Uh, not necessarily. Okay, I'm I'm going to offer this to everybody. I had a friend of mine give me a spreadsheet the other day and he was looking for a electric car and so he said would you look at this and it's the most detailed spreadsheet i've ever seen in my life he he, he narrows it down to the license plate fees the sales tax fees he he's got he's got everything this thing must be i looked it over it must be 10 pages long and he i don't know how many cars he's got on there but i'm going to tell you i think there's 30 and he has all the numbers. Now, I got two comments. Number one, he's got this electric car, and he says that he's using 11 gallons of fuel a month. I believe him. He's that kind of a goofy guy. I believe him. Here's, here's what I want to tell you. If you're going to buy something new, you know the sticker on the window? Mm-hmm. I want you to buy it for that out the door. Okay. And, and don't tell me that you can't do it because I'm really proud of my daughter. We needed a new shuttle van, and we decided to go from an Astro van, which was 150 years old, because and that's a commercial carrier. And we went to this Dodge Grand Caravan with electric doors and fancy seats and, you know, all fan- really creature comforts, and it's got a low threshold to get in for some of our elderly customers. So we bought this van, and I said to my daughter, this is what I want you to do. I want you to buy it for sticker. And she says, oh, I, I, that's crazy, Dad. And I said, no, you try that. So she went out and she looked at Hondas and she looked at Fords and she looked at all those and and she also looked at the Grand Caravan. And she says, no, they've got window tint, they've got desert protection package, they've got this, they've got that, and they're all added. And you say, take it all off. Take the window tint off. Take the desert protection package off. Take the, the, you know, no, the answer's all good. And you know what? One of them took the deal. And she came in and she danced into my office. Her name is Andy. And she tossed the sale paper across my desk and she goes, bam. And I said, oh, is this bad news? Are you going to beat me with it? And she says, go ahead and look at it. And then she pulls behind her back, she pulls the sticker out. She peeled off the window and she goes, check and sticker. And I know that that can happen. So... They got they got all kinds of money, backdoor money, back back end money they call it, where if they sell it they get this and they get that. But I don't care about the window tint and the desert protection package. I don't care about the fancy tires and wheels. Take them all off. I want to buy that vehicle that's re- represented on that sticker. Now here's the deal: if you want a copy of this spreadsheet, I have his permission to share it. Mark at MarkSalem.com. 
Mark at MarkSalem.com. It, it is something I've never seen before. I can't tell you. I was in awe when I sat and read this thing. And I said to him, how long did it take you to do this? And he said, it was longer than my wife thought was appropriate. <laughs> so that means he was he was working on this, you know, two or three or four or five nights in a row. But Mark at MarkSalem.com, if you're hung up on a mini a minivan, I don't know if he's got anything in there, but every, and it's not car brand specific. He's got all kinds of brands in this spreadsheet. So if I were going to buy something new, this spreadsheet would be the only thing I would work, look at. This okay. this would be it. So uh, I offer that to you and anybody else. Mark at MarkSalem.com. Okay. Thank you, Mark. Thank you. Oh, so my wife's gone. She's not in here yelling at me. Um, <laughs> she does that a lot. Um, I'm having to talk quietly because I don't know which part of the house she's in. And I do know her Starbucks is sitting here on the table. And, and frankly, folks, I don't like Starbucks. Um, I went in there one time, and I asked for just black coffee. She says, what? And I said, no, just black coffee. She says, what? And I said, truck driver coffee. <laughs> and she, she checked with a couple of people, and she came back. She goes, we don't have that. And she says, would you like a coffee with latte? And I said, I don't even know what latte is. All I want is a black cup of coffee. She says, we don't have it. I said, okay. That. She says, we have some juices over there. <laughs> Nevertheless, I, I my whole family loves um, Starbucks, but um, I just... They don't have what uh, what uh, what I want. 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. Lines are wide open. Gil's going to answer, and we'll be right back. Hello, I'm Greg May, owner of Phoenix Body Works. For 35 years, we've been demonstrating our workmanship, our honesty, our integrity, and our exceptional customer service. We are blessed to have so many repeat customers who refer their friends and family. We have ethical, loyal technicians who have been with us for years. They are ICAR certified, which means they are up to date on the latest technology and techniques. So your repairs meet or exceed industry standards. Our technicians are truly part of our family. We are very capable of fixing your car. We pull off damaged parts. We pull your frame and body mounts back to where they should be. Then we install the new parts. We align both the front and rear end. Then your car is back to the way it was when new. Our customers come from all over the valley. I'm Greg May. Remember, it's your vehicle. You pick the shop, not the insurance company. Phoenix Body Works. We want to be your collision repair specialist. Call us, 623-582-1434, Monday through Friday, 9 to noon on Saturday. What's that noise? That's the home security guy. He's installing our alarms. You're going to be safe as clams when I'm done drilling this sucker in. Yeah, maybe we should have gone with Simply Safe. The neighbors love theirs. They set it up in half an hour. No drilling, no wires, no installation fee. And 24-7 professional monitoring is only $15 a month with no long-term contracts. I'll just pop a rug over this hole. It'll be fine. Go to simplysafe.com slash radio now to get free shipping on your order and a free keychain remote worth $25. Simplysafe.com slash radio. This is the Terminator. Listen to America's money ace of the airways, Victoria McVeigh, here at 960 The Patriot. She's smart, savvy, and a serial entrepreneur. So grab your wine, whiskey, or Perrier and come play with Victoria McVeigh on Sundays at 8 p.m. She'll have you saying hasta la vista, baby, to your financial dismay. Vision loss is not something that you feel until it happens. Most people 
lose their vision from diseases like macular degeneration and glaucoma, not at birth. With macular degeneration, you lose your central vision. You have a blind spot right in the center of your face, so I can't actually see your face. So even that little circle in which I could see became a big blur. I was 65 when I first was diagnosed with glaucoma. There were no symptoms. I had no headaches. Three million Americans have glaucoma, and half don't even know it. 11 million people in the United States have macular degeneration. You lose mobility, independence, changes your entire life. So many eye disorders can be treated if caught early. My husband tells me that I have beautiful brown eyes, and I don't want to lose that. Make a plan today to get your eyes checked. Visit brightfocus.org to learn more. Every 20 seconds, another kid drops out of school. If we do nothing, 3.5 million kids won't receive a diploma over the next four years. United Way knows that kids who have a caring adult in their life are more likely to make it. And the difference between a dropout and a graduate could be you. Take the pledge to volunteer now at unitedway.org. Brought to you by United Way and the Ad Council. After the hour of 11 o'clock, my name is Mark Salem. Sitting next to me is my wife, Renee Salem. And Gil is on the uh, at the other end of the board. He's the one that makes this show. If it's good, it's his fault. No, it's <laughs> his. True. It's not really his fault. <laughs> it's He gets credit for it. Now, Correct. I have a question for you. What's that called, that Starbucks cup you got there? How do you order that? Well, I drink usually a cinnamon almond milk mocha. <laughs> Or it's not a mocha, it's a, a, I don't even know what it is, cappuccino or something. So say that again, a cinnamon, almond, almond milk, milk, macchiato, that's what it macchiato. is. Macchiato. You put me on the spot and I can't okay. even think. Gil, what, what is it that you order or your wife orders? Um, I, just, I just get a vanilla iced coffee with a half and half. Okay. Oh. Now, we, Gil and I were talking, and, yeah. and I said, you know, I said on the air, you got, I don't know where you went, but your Starbucks cup, you're still here. And I told him the story when I went in and asked for black <laughs> coffee, and they didn't have it. And then she had to ask somebody, and then she came back, and I said, I just want truck driver coffee. They don't have it. Mm. So Gil said during the break, he said, they have the most difficult menu in the whole wide world. Mm-hmm. Now, let me explain to everybody. I'm a cowboy. I've been around when cows have been born. <laughs> I've been around when... Daddy horses and mama horses did they thing. I've been around with, and I am not one of the guys that's going to go there. I, I'm just trying to make sure they don't get really mad. They at probably me. don't want you there anyway. And you know that's okay. And with I've me. been there when cows and horses were born too, and I still go to Starbucks. So I know, but <laughs> get over it. it. It's going to take me like a month to figure out what the seven <laughs> words are that I want. <laughs> you wouldn't like it anyway, dear. It's just foo-foo. go in and order a cup of coffee. They do have coffee, but oh, they... you have to know if you want dark roast, light roast, this roast, that roast. No, you know. I can go to Dunkin' Donuts and get a cup of coffee like that. Okay, then do okay. it. Yeah, <laughs> and my, a donut. <laughs> does Alan, my son, does he drink um, whatever yes. that is? Yes, he does. I mean, not that exact thing, but he'll he drink goes something like okay. that. He's no longer my son. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you that much right now. He's no longer my son. Mm. All righty, Blackwell Automotive at 40th Street North of Greenway. Tom and Black. Tom and Blackwell. Tom Blackwell and I are two, two, two people cut from the same cloth. We have no filter between our ears and our mouth. Um, Tom's a really good technician. He's a really good um, guy to, to, to take an older car and dress it up nice. But beware of the pricing because whatever your budget is, Tom will tell you it's going to really be three times that much because of you. So 
Tom Blackwell, and he also does regular cars, mm-hmm. and he's really good at diagnosing regular cars, and he's there every day. So Blackwell Automotive, 40th and Greenway, you can stop by there. Let's go to Ed. Ed, good morning to you. Hi, Mark. Thanks for taking the call. Yes, sir. I've, I've got a 1998 4Runner with about 200,000 miles on it. Okay. It runs runs really well, but this week I got what I believe they call the pink milkshake. Okay. Um, meaning that the coolant and the AT, uh, transmission fluid was mixing. Okay. But I think I caught it within a day or two because I checked it, you know, a few days before that and everything was fine. And I was, I was trying to fix a, a small leak from an O-ring in the transmission. So I didn't have any problems with it. But so I replaced the radiator. I had changed the coolant, um, replaced the filter and replace the transmission fluid. I didn't do a full flush, transmission fluid flush yet, but I'm planning on changing it a few times over the next okay. couple okay. weeks. Okay, what's the question though? Um, in the coolant, I'm getting this th- that pink, sticky, it's like shaving cream, an oil-based shaving cream type consistency in there and I've, I'm right now I'm running straight water in there because I'm pulling the ra- bottom radiator hose off trying to flush the system out. Is there okay. some way to get that stuff out of there? That was a long way to get there. But, yes, um, <laughs> we use Joy dishwashing liquid. <laughs> in the engine? Yeah. Oh. He said he's Just running straight water. So <laughs> that's how long of a squirt you use, and you put it in the cooling system. And, yeah, it's going to make suds, uh-huh. but it's going to break down the oil. And after you do that two or three times, then the, it, there's no other way to get it, the oil out of the cooling system. is you, You're going to have to soap it out. Mm-hmm. So that's okay. what we do. I mean, that's so that's the old cowboy. Squirt it, in, squirt it in there, let it run for a day or two, and then drain it out. Yep, and sooner or later, you're not going to have that sheen on top of the stuff. Now, here's the bad news. The bad news is, is coolant contaminates the glue that holds the clutch plates together in your transmission. I wouldn't uh, be a bit surprised in the next twenty or 30,000 miles. You're, well, 200,000 miles, that transmission doesn't owe you anything anyway. But yeah. there's a good chance you're going to have a problem. Now, if I were you, I'd go ahead and pay for a flush. What's a flush, tranny flush? I want to say a couple hundred dollars or something think, like that. I think I have a menu here that yeah. Andy gave me the other day. Um, a auto full flush, 160 to 200 Now, that's us. Mm-hmm. So I want you to know my price range is right in the middle of the market. So if I'm 160 to 200 there's guys out there at 140 to 230 250 so I'm priced in the okay. middle of the market. But that's how I would do it. Um, you, you replace the radiator, but the only thing you haven't really done is soap everything up. Now, this is going to make a mess. So, you know, I, I'm, you've already been draining the radiator, and you've got water. You've just been r- letting the water run out. It, when we start bringing out the water, it's going to have soap in it, and it's going to have some oil in it. And it's going to okay. take you... It's going to take you a thousand miles before. And another thing, you're going to take a turkey baster, and when you take the cap off, the oil rises to the top. Uh-huh. Suck all that out too. You're going to see oil in your overflow. Suck all that out too. So this yeah. is something. This is something we might charge three hundred dollars to get the oil out of your system, and that includes two other stops. So we'll do what we can on the front side, and then you'll be back two or three more, two times or three times. So. But that's that's okay. how we do it. Otherwise, you, you you just continue to do what you're doing. I wouldn't. I probably use a little bit of antifreeze, maybe a third of antifreeze and two thirds of water. I'm a little concerned. It was 29 degrees this morning in Payson, and um, 
There's more fish dead in the horse's trough. Yeah. But Phoenix is 60, so I don't know. Uh, I mean, I know, you know. I don't know where he's from. So yeah. If he's, I'm if, in Phoenix. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So that's that's what we do. Okay? All right. Okay. Thank Great. you very thank much, you. Ed. Thank you. Gabriel, you're up next. Oh, hello. Uh, thank you for taking my call. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a 2008 town and country, and I bought it when uh, it was it had 100,000 miles on it, and right now it has uh, 150,000, and I don't know what kind of a service that I need to do. Okay, that's easy. You're just going to get your owner's manual and look at it, and at a hundred, and actually at the hundred and fifty thousand mark mile mark, you can use the seventy five thousand uh, service interval. So you could look at seventy five, and that's going to be what it's at one hundred and fifty. But if your manual goes to one hundred and fifty, it'll tell you everything you need to know. I know there's going to be lots of fluids. So. Oh, okay. Uh, and you know. do you have a, a price range that? Uh... No. No, I'm not that no. good. And and besides I don't know I don't know a lot of variables. But I'm thinking it's gonna be coolant if you haven't done it already. It's gonna be transmission fluid, power steering fluid, it might be brake fluid, it might be hoses, it might be belts, it might be a timing belt. I don't know. But your owner's manual will give you all that information. All righty? Oh, thank all you right. very much. I appreciate it. Oh you're it. welcome. You're welcome. Hundred and fifty thousand miles. Um his town and country van. Mm-hmm. He bought it at 100, 150 now. So he, he's he's done all right. Yeah, he's done all and right. he may not know what's been done at 100,000 miles because that's kind of one of the bigger stops too. So you're, you're exactly right. Mm-hmm. But I I I thought about that. Yeah, and um, you it, always it, you think ahead, don't you? I, I do, I do. I've been doing this for a long time. I've been on the radio what, since 1988. So and and I the first ten years was without you, <laughs> correct. <laughs> and so anyway, we're going to take a break. Six zero two five zero eight zero nine sixty. Six zero two five zero eight zero nine sixty. We hang up on people who want to vote on Mark or Renee or who's better about car repair. We're not taking that vote, right, Gil? They're yep, not, he's, no. he said that's right. We'll be back in just a minute. Did you know Rain Tree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs? Andy Val, the dad, and his sons Tom and Paul operate Rain Tree Auto Body in North Scottsdale. They've been around since 1972. Sure, they fix Kias and Hondas and Chevys and Fords, but they are rated the best for their ability to correctly repair the Mercedes-Benz. Remember, Rain Tree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs. They have a machine called the Select Bench. It's the same jig they assemble your car on. Raintree can put your car back to its pre-loss condition with 100% accuracy. Raintree Auto Repair is a BBB member with a plus rating. Raintree Auto Repair provides free estimates, and they'll give you a lifetime warranty on all paint and bodywork. They use the best glasserate paint, and it's waterborne paint, so it has no environmental effect. For more information, stop by RaintreeAutoBodyInc.com. Hey, guys, let's play some video games. This new dad plays video games with his sons. But the challenge feels like he's lifting a metric ton. So many buttons. His avatar just stares at the walls, twists and turns and somehow falls. Help me. He's tangled up in the controller's cords. I just don't understand this crazy digital world. Crazy, crazy digital world. But the love from his kids is totally apparent. Ooh, see you 
be perfect To be the perfect parent You should have just played catch You don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent Thousands of siblings in foster care will take you just as you are For more information on how you can adopt Visit AdoptUSKids.org A public service announcement from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services Adopt US Kids and the Ad Council Rich is just a really, really, really good guy. The term good egg isn't enough to describe him. He's also certified organic and free range. Rich puts the cap back on everything. The toothpaste, the olive oil, the shampoo, everything. He lets his 10-year-old nephew beat him at virtual tennis, even though he can straight-up slay his 10-year-old nephew in virtual tennis. When the toilet paper is running low, Rich replaces the roll on the actual holder, not just on the back of the toilet. Rich is texting and driving. Rich? No. What are you doing, Rich? I was just telling everyone how great you are. Texting and driving? makes good people look bad. Visit StopTextStopRex.org. A public service announcement brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Introducing the YMCA. What, you already know the Y? Or so you think. Sure, you know the Y for a swim, a workout, even a game of hoops. But did you know we're more than that? We're a cause. When you take your jump shot at the Y... Someone else is getting job training. Take a cardio class while kids are in an after-school enrichment program. Practice your downward-facing dog as a teen practices her leadership skills. That's the why. We work with people no matter their age, income, or background and give them the opportunity to learn, grow, and thrive, all with one simple goal in mind, to strengthen our community. And we've got so much more that does just that, So while you might think of the Y as that place for lifting weights, we're also about lifting entire communities. Introducing the Y. We're so much more than a place. We're a cause. Visit ymca.net slash more. My name is Mark Salem, Renee Salem, sitting here next to me, 602-508-0960. The lines are wide open, 602-508-0960. Automatic Transmission Exchange is on 40th and Washington. Phil's been around. He knows Fred Flintstone, and he worked on one of the first automatic transmissions that the Valley ever saw. The guy has a fundamental knowledge of how transmissions are supposed to work. In the old days, we used pressure, and we opened and closed valves with mechanical devices, and we used vacuum to help shift the transmission. Today, everything is different. We have controllers. We have solenoids. We have things that move left and move right to shift you from first to second. Everything's electronic, speed sensors, and motor has a lot of input, so if it sees your foot go to the throttle like my wife usually drives all the time it'll go to the th- all the way to the floor then the transmission will know how to respond it'll drop down a gear or it'll do whatever it needs so well, i don't have yeah i'll just ignore that comment that's because fine. we know who is on the floor all the time okay <clears throat> 1968 phil's been around and he's a good guy so if you'd like to okay i'm gonna tell you a story this is mark salem storytelling time we went in we're working for a family who passed, husband and wife, and they're friends of ours. So we're working to handle their trust and stuff. So we had to meet some of the family over at this storage area, and we got there early. So we walked in, and folks, I have a very patriotic truck. So the first thing the guy does in this big, huge storage North Scottsdale, he said, I love your truck, I love your truck. And I said, well, you know, thank you. And he goes, are you a veteran? 
And I said, no, I'm not. But the truck is in honor of veterans because um, I two weeks before I was to be inducted, Nixon called the draft, and the Vietnam War was over. So that truck is in honor of all the veterans that are older than me that fought that war. They fought in my place. So we're talking. So all of a sudden, he stops and he goes, I just saw your hat. And I said, well, is it crooked or is it dirty or what? He goes, what's your name? And I said, it depends. It depends on whether you like that shop or you don't like that shop. And he goes, you're Mark Salem. I recognize your voice. Is this true so far? It's true. Okay. So we're talking about a whole lot of things. And he says, you know, I've been a Chevrolet guy all my life, but I'm, I've been thinking about a Dodge truck. And I said, well, that's that's what that is. And he goes, I know. He says, how do you like your Dodge truck? And you can now finish the story because your, 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 your discussion is... Well, you always brag about how fast your truck is, how many people you beat, and how fast you go up the mountain. And it's really embarrassing because I'm just hoping someday you're going to get caught. (laughs) First of all, you don't know. See, this is the difference between men and women. I'm facing him, okay? And I'm telling him my truck will do 100 miles an hour, but you don't see me winking. And he knows when I'm winking. Mark. Okay? So he, and I tell him I've never been beat in this Dodge truck, and I'm winking. And I got my back to you. No. So this is the way guys do it. You know what I mean? This is the way guys, he got, he knew damn well that that truck won't do 140 miles an hour. And so do you. No, I don't. Because I've (laughs) been in it when it's done that much. We were on a, a long road. Nobody else was on the road. And the throttle stuck. And it took me a while to get my boot out from on the throttle. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So anyway, um, that is... So anyway. A, um, I, I want... I, I, I'm i going to say all the veterans out there are special to me because... And the Vietnam veterans are especially um, special to me because they fought the war in my place. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll tell you another story. We we were in Walmart. Uh, we were at Walmart in Payson. Mm-hmm. And this, this gentleman walked up and he goes, you know, I like your car. But he says in the back window, it says, God bless Vietnam vets. And I said, yes, sir, it does. It's in honor of the Vietnam people. And he goes, why not all vets? And I said, well, this was my error, and these are the guys. I think you'll agree these guys didn't come home for the, with the reception that everybody after them came home with. Or before them, really. Do you think? Yeah. Well, before and after. Oh, yeah. You know, Vietnam was Jane Fonda's time to be a big shot. And, 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 and the World War II guys, the Korea guys, they came home to celebrations and certainly after Vietnam. But the Vietnam guys, I think everybody agrees that they were different. Mm-hmm. So he says, well, I still don't think that's appropriate. I think you should say God bless all Viet's, vets. And then I said to him, um, well, I appreciate that, that you have an opinion and thank you for the compliment on my truck. But in response to you think I should change it, I said, it's important to understand it's my truck. (laughs) (laughs) You might have said a few more words in there. I used a bad word in there. Okay. But the gentleman that we met yesterday, too, he was in the Vietnam War. And then his Mm -hmm. son, he was telling us, has been away for three years. And he's coming back on the 27th of this month. So he was really excited about that. And And he also said that when he was in Vietnam, he was stationed at one time in England. Mm -hmm. And his son just got assigned to the same duty station as he had. Right. So they were excited, and I said to him, "It." I, I make a suggestion to you. You probably have pictures of you while you're in England when you were 20 years old. And he goes, I do, I, by the River Thames or whatever the heck mm-hmm. that is. And mm-hmm. he was ta- describing a couple places. I said, you should have your son, you should send a picture to your son and say, try to get the same picture for the second generation. Yeah. And he thought I was the most brilliant person in the whole wide world. So my question to you is, is <laughs> why don't you... <laughs> 
because uh, I know a lot more about you than <laughs> than he does. Than he does in an hour. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, that that truly did happen, yeah. and people do recognize my voice, and and I'm I'm not. I don't care about that. Um, if you're going to recognize our voice and we're having a, a quiet dinner at the bar that Renee patronizes, then maybe it's just a short conversation and, and I'll shake your hand and, and we'll move on. Um, and you, how do you like the way I threw you under the bus there? Yeah, you usually do. Okay, well, everybody no, understands that our names within our circle, mm-hmm. with our kids and our employees and everybody, I'm known as Jack the Ripper, you're known as Snow White. For all of our life, the kids, you gave them yeses and I gave them noes. Is Great. that true? Yes, that's true. Okay. So, Most of the time. Yeah. yeah. All right. 602-508-0960. We're not going to comment on Mark's personal life. We're going to talk about cars. So if you have a car question, then 602-508-0960. And by the way, if you want a spreadsheet on all the newer model cars that's so detailed, it's down to, you know, he got the license or license fees, the sales tax. He has the cost per 100,000 miles. He has all kinds of fancy stuff. Mm-hmm. So send me an email at mark at marksalem.com, and I will send you a copy of that. It's something you've never seen before, and how I know that is because I've never seen anything like this before. Mm -hmm. And I'm so excited about it because he's going to let me share it. That's nice, yes. But he says, you can't leave my name on there, and I said, I won't. Mm -hmm. I won't. But I know who he is, and I know that it's a valid person. That's right, 602-508-0960. We'll be back. Now you have a friend at Thunderbird Automotive, and his name is Tom Fletcher. In 2003, Thunderbird Automotive was a finalist in the Better Business Bureau Ethics Award. In 2004, they won that award. Check them out at the BBB Online Directory. They're proud of their A-plus rating. Thunderbird Automotive has ASE certified technicians. They can fix anything with a steering wheel. Thunderbird Automotive offers a free courser inspection on every vehicle, the same one that some charge $49 for. They now offer a three-year, 36,000-mile warranty on parts and labor anywhere in the country. If you live in the Northwest area, you have to stop in to Thunderbird Automotive at 88th Avenue in Thunderbird, just west of the 101. For more information, visit them online at ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. That's ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. Or drive right in at 88th Avenue and Thunderbird, just west of the 101. Unexpected reactions to smart financial decisions brought to you by FeedThePig.org. Well, I finally did it. My student loan is totally paid off. I can't believe it. I can't believe it either. I paid more than the minimum each month, and soon enough, it was gone. So you're just giving up. Giving up on what? The life of luxury. Egyptian cotton, caviar Thursdays, designer everything. What are you talking about? Our plan. What happened to winning the lottery and mastering the art of the perfect mimosa? Hosting galas, wearing enough jewelry to require a bodyguard, vacationing in the French Riviera, and then buying it. I just thought maybe it was time to prepare for my future. You know, set some financial goals, make some smart investments, open a 401k. Financial goals? Investments? A 401k? You are horrifying right now. Listen, if winning the lottery were easy, everyone would do it. When it comes to financial stability, don't get left behind. Get tools and tips for saving at feedthepig.org. This message brought to you by the American Institute of CPAs and the Ad Council. Maybe it's time to take a fresh look at everything we thought we knew about landing a great job. For instance, what if phenomenal careers start at the middle school science fair instead of at the job fair? If being the captain of the robotics team means just as much on a college application as being captain of the football team. And if knowing the quadratic formula is every bit as important as knowing the right people. 
Well, the fact is, the jobs of the future will be heavily geared towards science, technology, engineering, and math. In other words, the future is STEM. More opportunities, better pay. And the road to these great jobs starts as early as middle school. So if you're a student, talk to your school counselor about STEM. If you're a parent, talk to your kids. Because the job you'll get in the future may very well depend on what you do today. A public service message from America's Navy. We are 11 o'clock, and here's something you can do for me. We're sitting in the studio up north, and there's a woodpecker into this one tree. Now, don't tell me about a BB gun or a pellet gun because they're protective. But if you have something that you do, you do to keep woodpeckers off your trees or your house or, you know, stuff like that, then uh, mark at MarkSalem.com. Let me know. Because we've got this one woodpecker that comes back all the time, and I've wrapped the whole tree in, in um, what does it call that? Screen door. Yeah, screen, screen stuff. Yeah, and he still pecks through the screen door. He's just an adamant son of a gun. You know what I was thinking about? Chili powder. I'm yeah. going to find out the next time he has a hole going, and I'm going to put chili powder in there, and maybe I'll drive him back to where he came good from. Good idea. All righty, Mike, good morning. How can I help you? Good morning, Mark and Renee. My wife and I both enjoy your program. Thank real, you. Thank you. Real quick. Uh, in reference to that woodpecker, have you ever tried Tanglefoot? No. What is that? Okay, it's a real sticky substance, and you can you can get it uh, you, at most any hardware store. Once okay, they now, get it on their feet, they stick to everything. Okay, now I'm going to write it down. Tell me what it is again. It's Tanglefoot. It okay, comes tang- in the, it comes in the caulking tube. You use a caulking gun to put it on. I okay. had I had wood, woodpeckers in my saguaro. And oh. I, I put that around the holes where they were digging, and, and what happens, they get it on them, and it, it's it's the most, you don't want to get it on you because it's the most stickiest stuff I've ever used. Huh. Hey, you know, Mike, I'm going to test it on my wife first because <laughs> if I can hold her feet in the barn for a little while and help me, then um, I, now it's tangled, like if your shoelaces are tangled, so it's That's tangle right. foot. It's tangle foot. Okay. All right, I'm on it, buddy. And it doesn't kill them, or it doesn't. I oh mean, no, it just... no, it won't hurt them. Other than they get it on them, and they, have, you know, if they try to light on anything with their with their feet again, they uh-huh. they automatically stick. Huh? Maybe but... I could get one of them to stick in the water tank. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. Okay. All they're right. so the... pretty, but they're so you know a Dest- nuisance. They're yeah. destructive. All righty. Have you got a car question, or did you talk to me? Oh, I've, you- got a, I've got a Mark. I've got a classic truck. I've got a 1990 F-150, and it's okay. got 86,000 original miles. I'm original owner. Boy. And 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 I was out yesterday, and it's got the dual fuel tanks on it. Okay. And I was out yesterday, and I switched tanks. And when I got back home, <clears throat> and turned the vehicle off. I can hear the fuel pump running in one of the tanks. Okay. And I switched to, to the to the front tank, and I can hear the other uh, fuel pump running. So I have to disconnect the battery to keep the pumps from running. Everything's turned off. The engine's off, the key's off, and the pumps are still running when I hook the battery up. Did, did you flip that switch back and forth while they were making noise to see if it made any difference? No, I haven't tried that yet. Okay. I thought maybe that switch has gone bad. 
Well, um, I, I, you know, I'd have to look at a wiring diagram. You're talking about something I've never heard about before, but I tell you what, there's a Ford guy that works for me that probably is rolling over in his chair right now because he knows the answer. But the, the tank switch um, in your 90, I'm going to guess, in your 90, flips both the gauge and a switching valve underneath. That's correct. Okay. So if and when it does now, they could also there also could be this other device that can switch from tank to tank. But what bothers me the most is is the pumps are running, which means we've got some kind of a circuit that's down. But uh, when you flip to the, the switch to the other tank, did you have fuel being delivered from the other tank? I'm sure I did. You know, I didn't. Uh, I didn't try to start it up. You know, I just uh, I, I heard the one. A pump running, like I say, when I got out of the truck, and then I switched to the other tank, and it, the other pump kicked on too. So I said, "Well, you know, it can't be a pump. There's got to be another problem somewhere." Yeah. Well, I think there's a fuel pump relay there, and we could have the relay, but I I don't know if there's one or two relays. The real key here is is both pumps are running. So you took the gas cap off, you stuck your ear neck. Well, you probably had your wife take the gas cap off, stick her ear right there in the filler neck and to tell you that she could hear the pump running on both sides. Now, here's what I want you to do. MarketMarkSalem.com, if you figure that out, um, I want you to tell me how it is. I, I also want you to send me your email address and a, a phone number for you, because when I get back to the shop on Monday, I'm going to hit Eddie up about this, and I think we have an 80% chance he's walked this dog before. And so I'm going to tell you what we did to one F-150 that fixed it. I'm not going to tell, guarantee you yours is the same, but you just send me an email with your phone number, your name, and all that jazz, and I'll, oh. I'll talk to Eddie on Monday, okay? You can stop right there. I'm an antique. I'm 80 years old, and I don't have a computer. Doesn't do email. Oh. All right, all right. fair enough. Call, call the office, Salem Boys Auto. Can you write down the number right now? Got a pen, go. 480-598-1234. 480-598-1234. You're going to ask for my daughter, Andy, A-N-D-I. Okay. Or you can ask for my son, Alan. Either one of them can handle it. So, all right. Well, thank you very much, Mike. Thank you very much for the Tango Foot Key. I'm going to go out, and there's an Ace Hardware up here. I'm going straight to there after I get done with her. Keith, you're up next. Hi, uh, Mark and Renee. Like your show. Uh, I have a 2016 Ram 3500 dually regular cab work truck with a gas engine, 6.4 liter V8. And, uh, I use it to tow a 38 foot travel trailer. It has about 30,000 miles on the tr- truck. Okay. And I'm pulling about 11,000 pounds loaded for vacation. Okay. And uh, it has a 410 rear end. I have, uh, it's still under factory warranty, and I've experienced two issues towing uh, up in the first, the most minor one, up in the mountains when I get above like 8,000 to 8,500 feet, the cool, the radiator fan comes on and basically just stays on all the time until I get back to lower elevations. Okay. It, it'll never stop running whether I'm towing or not, and it's roaring because that's a big fan on that engine. Okay. Are you sure and it's not a fan clutch or is it an electric fan? It, it's, I'm not 
No, it's a fan clutch. Okay, no. okay. All right. I, I, I think what I want you to do before we go fixing something, um, I want you to go out first thing in the morning, and I want you to rotate the fan blades with the key in the truck in your pocket so your wife doesn't go in there and start it up on you. And and so I want you just to rotate the fan blade. There should be some tension, but it should not be locked up. And it should it'd be something where you push on the blade, and it'll move an inch or two that that much yeah. tension. I don't want it to spin six, eight, ten inches, and I don't want you to push it an inch and have it stop immediately. Okay? I'm not real concerned about this problem because at 8,000 feet and you're pulling 11,000 pounds, and I own a 2012, but I got a diesel some of what you're talking about I've experienced. What I'd really want you to do at that 11,000, when you're up there, 8,000 and north of that, um, I'd like you to pull off the side of the road, have something to eat, and then come out and drive it. Let's let it have a chance to cool off and see oh, it, if... It does It does it even if I go out and start it cold in the morning and I've disconnected the trailer and go drive around at that elevation. Okay. It's just It seems to just be caused by the elevation on that. Okay. I, I've never seen that before. I would have bet that you would have said, no, it doesn't do it first thing in the morning. So under the circumstances, I know that that's a very expensive fan, but you have warranty on it. And I think you should go in and have let them have a chance to fix it. But the most important part I want you to do is you be adamant this has to do with uh, with altitude. Now, they may say to you, Hey, Keith, even if we put a new, brand-new Dodge Ram 3500 gas motor fan on this, if it's, if it's still 11, you know, 8,000 8, feet, it's, this one's going to do it, too. And you say, let's try it. Why don't you put a new fan on that and let's try it? And I'll drive it, and I'll let you know how well you did. That's now, what I, I one one other issue with this thing. Okay. In tow-haul mode, it's an automatic. Uh I've found that pulling this amount of weight to be sort of useless. I most of the time I shift it on my own with electronic shift button. Mm-hmm. But uh, what happens, and it to me it's almost dangerous for the engine, is say I'm going up I-17 pulling this load, and I get to the top and I'm going north and I'm going to descend to Camp Birdie. Mm-hmm. And I got it in tow haul mode. Okay. And I'm in fifth gear or fourth gear on the shifter. Yeah. It it will when I let off the gas, it will go away as it starts speeding up with that weight pushing it, and then it will downshift automatically. I can't control it. It will downshift, and the engine will jump up, and you can't even feel it. You can hear it because with that much weight. It doesn't slow the truck down at all. Okay. And, uh, well, wait a minute. Wait a minute. I got some questions to ask you. 5,500, 5,000 RPM, and if I put the brakes on and go down more, then it'll try to shift into first gear. And okay. uh, so I've learned the hard way, and I cannot get it out. If I can turn off tow haul mode uh, with that weight pushing it, I can put it in drive, back in drive. It will not come out of that once it's locked up. In okay, that lower okay, so- okay, okay, okay. Um, there, there's so many questions I have because of all the stuff that you've said. Um, uh, the first thing I want to ask you is, are you 100% sure you're not turning on um, the, uh, the uh, what's that called on the, the button on my dash? The uh, something, exhaust brake? 
or 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 some kind of a braking, you're, you're pushing the tow haul button, and that's all it is. Yeah, because it's the gas. So I understand. Really I understand. I was just. Yeah. It's it's a situation where I think that what you're kind of describing is kind of normal. It's not uncommon. Now, here's what fools me is I don't know why it's overheating on the downhill slide. I, I don't. I don't. And now, keep in mind that tr- the truck should run between half and three quarter. Is the is the overheat north of three quarter or not? No, it's not. This is not overheat. It's RPM. It's no, I thought you still. said it started to overheat on the no, downhill. No, 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 no. Okay. It, as I'm going down the mountain, say I'm going down to Camp Verde, I downshift into a lower gear. Okay. Okay, I got that. I I got that. Um, I I don't know what to tell you. I, I think you're going to have to read your owner's manual because I think that the downshifting is something that they're doing for you in the tow haul mode. I think if you went down the hill, if you climbed it at 60 and all of a sudden you're going down the hill at 70, I'm not quite sure the computer's not going to downshift you whether you like it or not. And the 5,500 RPM is probably still not close to the red line, and 5,500 RPM in a gas motor doesn't bother me at all. Read your owner's manual first. Read your owner's manual first. And I'm going to try, the next time I'm hauling horses, I'm going to try what you said. If you'll also send me an email to mark at marksalem.com, then I'll put you in the loop. But I understand what you're saying. You're, you're concerned about the red line, your, the high RPMs, and the downshifting. And, and I, I think I can find an answer for you. But I've got a diesel, so I'm not going to use the exhaust brake. I'm going to use the tow-haul mode because I think we share the same transmission or a model number of the, of the same transmission. So I'll do what I can for you. But right now I'm not too worried about what you told me. I'm not worried but about going the higher to first opinion. gear. That sounds way too low. Depends on when he started. Yeah. If he slowed it by the brakes down to 20 miles an hour, mm. it may drop a gear. It, yeah. it depends. It's not going to do it from 50 miles an hour. It's not going to drop no. into first gear. That's there's quest, no question about that. And thank you for your truck knowledge, Mrs. Salem. You're welcome. And, and I drive a, your truck too. You know. Yeah, at 140 <laughs> miles an hour. No. Oh, okay. That's your job. Okay. Anyway, six oh two. No, we don't have time for callers. Um, MarketMarkSalem.com. If you want to. Ask a question, you're making model mileage, and then describe the symptoms to me. That's kind of important. And um, if you want a good repair shop and one that Mark Salem puts his personal stamp on, they go to MarkSalem.com. You can go there for FAQs. You can go there for the best car repair shops. And you can also go there to hear any of our old shows, and I cut the commercials out of them. So we have all of our old shows. This one will be up in the next day or so. But we have all of our old shows um, on the on the website, and you just go click on Radio Media, I think is the link, mm-hmm. and uh, you can listen to all uh, all of them. And and like I said, I've cut the commercials out, so instead of being two hours, it's like an hour and forty minutes, or an hour and thirty minutes, or something like that. Anyway, drive safe. Um, don't don't develop any road rage. And here's the thing I'm asking you to do: if you're on the freeway and it's all stacked up, and someone lets you in to a lane. Can you just roll your window down and and wave at them and say thank you? I can't tell you how many times people smile when I do that because I practice what I preach. So try that and see what happens. God bless you. Wear your seatbelt. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.